0: that's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus. Lock, talk radio. before. I'm a good girl, but I wanna be bad for you.
1: I wanna be
2: bad.
3: They say bad girls ain't no good, good girls ain't no fun. I still can't find a nigga that touched that. I don't know one and I ain't searchin for it. Never trust, but I'm working on it. Fell in love with that rock game. Swim pool, you surfing on it like Yonsei do the surfboard. Surfboard, they still think you a church girl. We linking up in your days off, and I still give you that work, girl, like work. Work. Do it like that video Wanted that for a long time Cool what's I get it through. First year we both fronted We had feelings, we didn't show Second year we couldn't hide it Funny part they didn't know How could something that's so wrong Feels so right But who to tell you you wrong though? No, this your life Word up You bring out feelings in me I never, sure. never, 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 never show Nobody is naming fellas
1: way, way, way before I'm a good girl I wanna be bad for you. I wanna be bad
3: for you. I wanna be bad. I wanna be bad for you. I bad. Yeah. I wanna be bad. We're fucking up the city. Going hard every night. Nays hating on us. You know, Lord, they ain't right. Cause I broke a lot of hearts. I ain't do them girls right. You broke hearts, too. But that boy ain't fight. So they don't deserve it, they feel like it's perfect, I'm loving your style The way you preserve it, you look in my eyes and see what's inside You know that it's pride, they say that I'm worth it, but baby, I'm ready Really, I'm ready, I'm ready like never before I'ma just give you a key to my heart You'll be the first that I let in the door I used to hear that you play with them guys They never was score All you was saying about me and the women Ain't dressed before, you know what you're doing Start what they said, you know what we on When we in bed, it's like we on stage And I got the mic, so let me perform, sing
1: it You bring out feelings in me, I never show Never show me. Nobody has made me this way before I'm a good girl But I want to be bad for you <laughs>
4: The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the Empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for showtimes and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at Davidson at gmail.com or by my website at www.theempress.com. For when the Empire speaks, the Empress listens. Hey, guys. I am quickly on Periscope and going to give out that number so that my friends there on Periscope can tune in. I am no longer on lab that got really really complicated and required I do some things for them and for their statistics when it's supposed to be opening for us to just have conversation and live and be able to see each other and blah 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 blah. So not on lab tonight, totally on blog tonight. That number is six four six four seven eight five six two five. Again six four six. Four seven eight five six two five. You call in, we gonna talk about it. Now, periscope. I got to say bye because I need my other hand. Okay, bye. But to you, uh, those of you who are listening with me here on Blog Talk Radio, I'm so excited about the show tonight. I'm telling you, I decided that I wanted to talk about something. I wanted to talk about why? Because I wanted to talk about it. I think that we are fooling ourselves if we don't address some things that are absolutely obvious, you know, and some of the things that are really, really obvious to me, some people act like it's not a big deal, like it's not a big thing. Uh, I'm tripping. I'm thirsty. You know, we've had those shows before, and I can't tell you how many times I've had people hit me up either before or after the show, uh, before or after I even schedule anything, wanting to talk about this particular subject at least in one way or another. And tonight's show, of course, is about being single or being together. Now, if you ask the average person, most people want to say that one is the opposite of the other. If you're not single, you're in a relationship, and if you're not in a relationship, whether that relationship is you're living together, you're going together, you're your your, your partners, however you want to say it, uh, you're single. If you're not in one, you're in the other. And I actually learned a lot about some of the topics tonight because I didn't realize how uh, black and white it is not. Actually, I probably was one of those persons who would say, you know, if you're not in a relationship, then you're single. If you're not married, then you're single. Actually, I've actually done a show on that very topic, and I'm wondering if people feel the same way that I do. Now, I don't have a special guest or stay tonight, and I had advertised for this um, pretty earlier in the week, Did a little research, and I got kind of struck by some of the things that I heard uh, and saw on social media about other different other uh, relationships and uh, statuses. Now, you know everybody knows that if you're on Facebook, you can choose from an array. Of statuses, You can be single. You can be complicated. You can be separated. You can be divorced. You can be widowed. You can be, it's too much to tell you about online. Just hit me on the inbox and maybe we can talk about some things. I mean, it's just so many different ways of speaking about it that it's confusing when I thought it was pretty cut and dry. After reading some of the information that I had uh, for the show, and yes, I do do everybody do, but I do my own research with regard to the show, and I want to know more than just what I feel because you know I'm a feeling person. But I will cry at the at the blink of an eye, if it's something that moves me from the inside, that's just who I am, that's just how I function, I don't apologize for it. I don't anticipate even being a different type of person, but that's just my truth. Now, when I looked up the definition, first of all, I wanted to say thank you so much to a couple of guests that were on, on last week. Uh, we had a show concerning domestic violence, which is one of my platforms, and other relationships Issues that get uh, into some of our social issues in our uh, community. Uh, uh, no longer Detective Christopher Anderson, but still Detective for me. Um, okay, I can see your number 2344, but I don't see you on the board, so get on there. Press one. So when you dial in, we need you to press one for me to see the last four digits of your phone number. When you do that, I can allow you into the grid. And let me tell you this. I never have a show, no matter what the subject is, to embarrass anyone, to make anyone feel some type of way. I never do that because, you know what, I have been in those situations where you want to be totally honest and open, but you don't want to be judged. Well, we will not judge you here. I feel like this is a topic that everybody can identify with, everybody has an opinion of, just like other topics, everybody has something to say, but whether or not, other people can understand that sometimes keeps us from saying our truth. But this is just a show about whether you are single or a significant other. And actually there are there is research that is actually supporting one of those categories. And I was shocked it was the Research had to say. Uh, and of course, I put my little spin on it at the end, which is something I always do. And the way that I identify you again is by the last four digits of your phone number. So before I get too long winded and get too far gone into my personal opinion, I want to encourage anybody who's on the phone to please press one. I do see several callers on the line. And all I want to ask you from the beginning is what two things do you feel like? Uh, A single person is happier than a married person. Uh, Which of those two and why? Let's go to our first caller, 1923. Last four digits of your phone number, 1923. You're on the air. Can you hear me?
5: Yes, I can, and it's
4: D-Love Stars. How are you? Hey, doing great, doing great. Uh, Tonight's topic is about being single, or being in a relationship. Now, everybody defines that different, and we're going to go through some of the Webster and actual literal definitions of those two words, but if you had to choose, do or do you feel that being single or being in a relationship makes the person happier, and why? No, I
5: don't. I think it depends on circumstances. I think it depends on what you want um, because I'm a single woman, and I know people that are married who are miserable. Mm. Um, and interesting because, you know, we idolize being married or having a significant other, yet you don't know the life of a married person, and it isn't always, you know, great, you mm-hmm. know? so it really
4: not, doesn't not fun, it looks I'm sorry, what did you say? You say, is it not always what it looks like? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. You're, you're, you were making the point that miserable married people do exist and that sometimes you don't know what they're having to go through to have what they have. Is that not what you're saying? Hold on. Okay. What I'm saying. We... I'm... Uh-huh. Go ahead. Sorry.
5: Go ahead. Girl. I'm home and this boy. Um, what I'm saying is um, that, you know, us single people, because I'm single, you know, I seek marriage. You know, I those who those who are those who are married, you would think are better off or or happier than you, but they're not. Okay. Some people, it really just depends. So what I'm saying is.
4: I do get your point. Let's
6: let's have a next caller. Forty three twenty two. Do you think that single people are happier people than are taken people? No, I do not. I I think happy people are happy people. And I think uh whether you're in a relationship or not, you know, you're gonna find your happiness. There are people that are happy in their marriage and then there are people that are happy single. But, mm-hmm. you know, we li- we we live in a society now where Everything's opinion-based, and nothing is is solid anymore. You know, it's we can fabricate so many so many different kinds of happiness now that you don't actually have to have a relationship to to happy. And damn thing that, so you know, if if we were to go by you know a political sense, still people are stilling. What married people are supposed to have anyway? So if if you're a thief and you're stealing, you know all the benefits of marriage, then yeah, you 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 you're gonna you're gonna be happy in 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 that arena. So, you know it's the the thing about all this relationship stuff is that nothing is really is in a biblical sense anymore because everybody has their have their own opinion about how they view relationships now. And we can't compare it to nothing of standard because there's no standard for relationship anymore.
4: Well, you know, you you first of all you you sent me a message saying what your phone number is and that is not your phone number, you're calling from a different number, but I appreciate you hang on with me. Twenty nine eighty three, are you there and can you hear me?
7: Yeah, I can hear you.
4: Great. Now tell me whether or not you agree with our uh callers. Single,
7: I agree I agree with the I agree with the last caller but let me just touch on this for a little bit I believe people who are single and want to be single they find mm-hmm. reasons that they 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 find reasons to make themselves believe they're happy and then they live in it and they believe it even if it's a lie then it becomes their reality so I believe you are what you want to be so if you want to be single and happy at the end of the day if you keep believing that and that's what you want, then that's what you would be. But if you're looking at married people and you want to be married and you're single, then you're not going to be happy because, you know, you're looking at married people and that's what you want. So, Mm. I mean, it's all, it's all a matter of opinion. like the, the, the lady earlier said that, uh, she, she see people and they're married and they're not happy. I mean, that's really one side That's just her perspective. She can't say that as a fact, you know what I mean? Because, Mm-hmm. People who are married and are single are not happy. So that's not, mm-hmm. that's not safe to say. You can't say that in the open form because then some people be like, yeah, that's true. But then at the same mm-hmm. time, you've got to also say people who are single are not happy either. So it's all up to the person and what they believe and what they want to be. And, you know, that's my take on it.
4: That's a wonderful perspective. And I'm going to ask this and I go on to a couple other callers. I see you guys who are coming back onto the line. Are you married, sir?
7: Yes, I'm married.
4: You are married. How long have you been married?
7: Uh, Four years.
4: Okay. Well, I I really appreciate when we have male perspective on the show because a lot of the times people think that the men don't have nothing to say. Yes, the men, they do. They have lots to say, and most of the time it's very interesting and the perspective is fresh. We hear all the time what the women have to say, and it's kind of, you know, usual. It's almost predictive, you know, I'm on the girls team because I'm one of them. But I am not saying that to be facetious, but I think a lot of the time when we speak in the verse of relationship it's most often than not in the pro of of female. It's always about her being single. It's always about her being uh or having the desire for marriage or wanting family. But the same thing can be said as well as the opposite, the true of men. Now, single by definition, and I'm going to come to you guys on the phone, so please don't hang up. I'm excited that we have several calls on the phone who are wanting to talk about this, but I was interested because this was not just something that I pulled out of the air. I was looking in, you know, I love the dictionary. I love the stars. I love to read Words that you know, I'm, I'm not really sure what they mean. And then after learning what they mean, seeing that me or others, or particularly myself, if I'm applying them correctly. And I didn't even know that there was a word for this word. That I'm about to tell you about, and it's called a contronym. Now I know you know a synonym and an antonym, but a contronym, c-o-n-t-r-o-n-y-m, and it is a word that has two or more meanings that are actually opposite, where one word can be used to mean uh, two opposites, like cleave, C-L-E-A-V-E. Now, when someone says cleave, I love the Bible people who love to say cleave to your husband and leave. No, cleave to your wife and leave your family, leave your mother and father and cleave to your wife. Well, to adhere to or to cling to is cleave, but cleave is also a word that is used to mean Separate apart. Uh, If a person were to use a large axe to cleave wood, it would be to separate. Another contronym is the word "left." And I had never even really thought about this, you know. And Beyoncé says, "To the left, to the left." And when she says, "To the left, to the left," she's saying, "Get out of here," which means to have depart, to depart from, to leave from, but. If a person is speaking in that state I was left, that means they actually are remaining. They have been left from and are actually still in this place. So I was really interested when, as I kept reading this article, and this article is working fine it because I don't want you to think I'm making this stuff up because I don't do that but I'll, I'll tell you that. I'll leave it on the blog uh, on Facebook where you can get this information. The same thing is that of marriage. And I was like, how in the hell can you have a word synonymous to the opposite if you're using the word marriage? I'm like, there is no way. But the example of it is in one of the definitions of the word marriage, which has to do with wedlock putting together matrimony and institution of coming together of two people, uh, considered, uh, in a pursuit of sexual or intimate activity. That's, that's a definition of marriage, which is crazy to me, which means that a lot of people are polygamous and they don't even know it. But marriage has a, also a second meaning in some terms, not not generically because I don't think this is pretty common knowledge. Uh, to marry means to toss out, which means to discard something to gain the other. So when you're marrying, you're tossing out, which means to uh, discard something rather than to gain something. Now, I'm wondering if anybody else knew that. You know, I may be just a slow bunny. You know, I, it may just be me. 8026, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. Okay, wondering if you think that being single and – being married are opposites of each other?
8: Um, no, not really. Not really.
4: Not really. Do you think one is more uh, prone to bring happiness than the other, one state of being?
8: No, I don't think one would be happier than the other. It just all depends on the self-confidence that the single person have in themselves and the type of marriage, uh, the relationship of a marriage that the marriage couple would have. So it just all depends. You just have so many things that that people just are comfortable with within themselves Um, Mm -hmm. at this day and time. We have just so many different things that you and I may look at as like being odd when you have a married couple. They thinking it is absolutely normal. So I just, I, I, I don't, I don't think. I think that, I mean, there are some women that are single that are unhappy and want to be married. I, I guess I really can't answer that because I'm single, but I've been married twice. So, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm happy with where I am now. I'm, I'm happy uh, with who I am and whose I am now. Um, no more than I was if I was. I guess with the mate, but I would like to, I would love to have a mate. And I will have, you know, my boy nah. ass one day. Nah, you said boy. But I'm, so I'm, not, boy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to tear anyone down trying to get to it. I'm not busting nobody's windows out, you know, looking for my boy. Ass. I'm just sitting continually to pray and ask God to, to make me kingdom ready for my boy. Ass. And he's coming. I know
4: he's coming. So I'm patiently waiting. You know, I've heard so many women say those exact same things and express the desire to be in a relationship as if it is a prize. Now, and I'm not saying that it's not, and I'm a little bit playing devil's advocate, but I, too, like our last caller, I've been married. I was married for 10 years, and I've been divorced, for now going on seven. I've been told that I have a seven-year itch because I am obviously an unhappy woman. I actually got the cutest picture in my inbox today, and I'm trying to find it because I made it my background cover. One reason is because it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. I thought that it had some truth. I think that it's the mind state of a lot of men just generally, whether or not they're in relationship or not, and it says that a woman who is as cute as you, I'm trying to find the exact one, but I, I'm failing to do that right now, but it, it has something to say like if. You're you're the cutest woman. Uh, If you're a cute woman and you've been single for longer than a year, you must be crazy. There must be something wrong with you, as if to suggest that all women uh, desire to be in relationship. Now, I don't know. I personally don't know any women who don't want to be with a significant other, and I'm speaking – As generically as possible. I I do know women who do not want to be married. I do know women who are satisfied with serial dating, which means that they date until they're tired of that person and then they want to go on. I know men who do not want to get married. I know men who are absolutely fine. I actually was very much attracted to a guy who told me point blank period, you know, I think that you're hot. I think that you are just probably a really great catch, but I was cut myself short if I were to date you because I would have to then let go of all the other opportunities of women in my life. And I thought that that was pretty arrogant to say, but I think it was pretty straightforward and it was something that uh, I couldn't even rebut. Uh, Jermaine, are you there? Can you hear me?
6: I'm here and I can hear you loud and clearly.
4: And and I'm, I'm shocked that this didn't come out of your mouth because it sounds just like something you would say. Because this guy was absolute, I mean, he was absolutely confident in saying, you know, there's nothing wrong with you. I think that you're a beautiful person. I think that any man who would choose you would be happy to have you. And I'm, I'm you know, I really don't believe that you're, quote, unquote, single. He put his hands in the air, you know, did the little quotation things. And it's like, why would I lie about being single um, you know, and he said to me, "It's the same reasons why married people lie about being married." And I said, "Why would you? I don't even see the advantage of it because the world is made up in such a way that people are totally okay dating inside of marriages, dating outside of their marriages, having plural marriages. I think someone earlier even said that some, or maybe you said as a rule." of marriage and relationship are just so broad now that people can kind of fit in wherever and and claim whatever they want it to be. What is wrong with not being extremely clear in a male perspective? What is wrong with people not clearly defining what their status is? Is there an advantage to being ambiguous about your uh, relationship status as as a man, do you think?
6: People's life experience determine how they answer that question. You know, some men have discovered that if I <clears throat> disclose the fact that I'm married, <clears throat> even more when <clears throat> excuse me, even more windows of opportunities open up. I mean, since I've been married and posted my newborn child on Facebook, I've had quite a few women to still approach me, which I thought wow. was kind of ironic. But you know, wow. we live we live we live in a world now where you know, that don't really matter, you know, and yeah, if they okay. feel like you're a good dude, you know, you can be a good dude in addition to being a good dude to your wife, you can be a good dude to them. So you know I I don't know, you know, the questions are always asked towards the men, but women we need to ask you guys the question. Why do y'all do that? You know, and I'm not and I'm not saying you but you know, mm-hmm. men men are only as good as their options are available. So mm-hmm. once you create the available options, you know, it, it's hard. You know, like I love to play basketball, and I don't mm-hmm. give' am out of shape. I'm old. If I see a basketball and I see some people playing on the court and I hear the ball dribbling, chances mm-hmm. are I might go there. First, I might take me a shot or two. Next thing you know, mm-hmm. I'm sweating in a full game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because, right, right, right. because the option was there for me to to take advantage of something that I love. Men are going to always love women. Men are going to always find women attractive. You know, I try to compare this with women to women who like to shop for shoes or purses. You know, I don't care how many Louis Vuittons or Dooney Burks or whatever you got in your closet. You're going to always try to make room for that one that just came out on the market. And oh. men, kind of, we, we kind of like that with women. We mm. love women. And y'all come in all flavors, sizes, shapes. Everything, but but (laughs) But that's the the thing.
4: That's the thing you guys do too, and I'm gonna keep you on the air because I want to open up the lines to other people to maybe speak to that point. I will speak, uh, of course, at the end of the show. But I'll answer one little part of what you said. I think that it is a difference between the presentation of a single man and a married man, and unfortunately. In a lot of the cases, and I've found this to be true for even myself, no, I do not date married men. Let's just get that out clear. But more You don't have to
6: date, but you can sleep with them.
4: No, I don't sleep with them. I just don't sleep <laughs> with them, but this is my point. There is so much more availability, which is sickening to me, for men who are already taken than there are to men who are absolutely single. I mean, the the statement that I said earlier, I've actually heard that from two different, very single, never been married, totally heterosexual men, but their point is to stay single and be able to mingle with whomever and however many that they want to. Now, that's their right, but their availability and their uh, presentation is something that I just probably wouldn't even take notice to, whereas men who are married – they have a certain confidence, and they lack the need to put on a facade that uh, single men do. And I think that's one of the reasons why a lot more uh, married men have so many available women to them. Now, I don't know that that's the truth. Let's see if our other is still available to speak on that. 2983, are you there? Do you agree with that? Because you say you've been married for four years. It's a fairly new marriage in the number of years, but it doesn't mean that it's uh, immature in its nature. Do, do you agree or disagree with what I just said? That uh, there's a n- there's not a necessity to kind of put on airs once you're married.
6: Um.
7: Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with you. What it is is, if you're married, all your cards are on the table, and so you don't have nothing to hide. So. There's nothing to figure out. See, Mm -hmm. women like Mystique sometimes. They like to figure stuff out. They like to wonder, well, I wonder this or I wonder that.
6: So if you're Mm -hmm. married
7: and you just put all the cards on the table or you see all the cards on the table on Facebook, there's nothing Mm -hmm. else to figure out whether do you probably find him attractive or would you talk to him. And Mm -hmm. if those are your only two questions and you do find him attractive, and it's not hard to decide whether you're going to converse with the person or not. So it's Mm -hmm. like... That's how I that's how I see it. I mean, I understand what you're saying. You know, there's uh-huh. there is there is a boldness there, uh-huh. some guys know it. and They're just like, hey, well, I'm married. So as long as you know I'm married, hey, then it's whatever. Because you know uh-huh. you're, you're already, you you're ready. You're ready. Know you're secure, and you have somebody at home. So you really you're, you're not worried about being rejected. You're not worried about none of that stuff. So it's like, uh-huh. okay, all the cards are on the table. You either with it or you ain't. Or you ain't. Okay, next. So, I mean, that's how I look at it. You know what I mean? I totally
3: agree with
4: that. Jermaine, Jermaine, don't you hear the truth? Because I hear the truth in what he just said. Whether or not it's a practice that I would support or not, don't you think that's the truth?
6: It's the absolute truth. I mean, you can write a Bible on it. Hmm.
4: Well, let's see what the women have to say about it, because I don't think that most women would just choose ordinarily to go out and pick somebody else's guy. No woman just – well, not women. women. Real women don't do that. 1923, did you hear what he just had to say? Well, maybe she just doesn't hear me at all. Let's go to 8026. Did you hear what our guys had to say? about the availability of women to marry men. Do you think that uh, there's something lacking in women or there's something lacks in men who have already made a commitment?
8: I think it's something uh, lacking in both of them. Um, women um, are more to take risk, I believe, than men. Um, I know women personally that only date. Married men, they only want a married man, and mm-hmm. it's—I—I I, I don't know the purpose of it. I've tried to figure it out. I mean, I've even asked. They don't even know why they—they they only date or want a married man. Mm-hmm. So I, men I, I, do what we allow them to do. If we—if yeah. we—if we put our foot down and said, "Okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm, this is how it's going to be." The man is going to give in every time. I mean, they I only going- do what
4: we allow them to do. So are you suggesting that if a man is presented with the opportunity, he's going to take it? Is that what you're saying?
8: it, it Most likely 90%, Ninety. well, I say 99.9%, yes. He's going to take it. Because if you if you feel that you can do something and not get caught, it, I mean, if, if we feel that we can do something and not get caught, I mean, what's mm-hmm. the difference in taking a chance and saying, for instance, you leave in Birmingham and you drive driving to Atlanta and you expect to get there in two hours. Well, mm-hmm. if you want to get there in two hours or less than two hours, you're going to tell yourself the best time for me to do that is leave late at night. Why would you want to leave late at night? Because you can get past that state trooper. Your chances mm-hmm. of getting caught late at night mm-hmm. are, 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 are not I as just, great as it would be in the daytime. So, so when you feel when you know that you can get away with something, of course we do it. But we 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 think about we don't think about we think about the other person knowing about it. But we don't think about the Almighty see, we can hide from each other as long as we want to. And and married Mm -hmm. men, I mean, we may have married men on the line that are afraid to say something. In in any marriage, and I've been married twice, the two divorces that I had, it didn't involve, I've never been in a relationship where there was another woman that was um, the reason that the relationship ended. But I do Mm -hmm. know this, once cheating, or I want a divorce to come up in a marriage, it's over with mm-hmm. It's a done deal. It is a oh. done deal. I've, I've seen it too many times. I've witnessed it, you know, from friends, people on the outside.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, guys, you heard of the woman's speech. I won't even say that she's a spokesperson for everybody, but I think she has some valid points. So either of you have anything to say to respond to that before we go on to the next part of this conversation? Because I kind of
6: absolutely. hmm She absolutely has some valid points. But there are men with integrity, and a lot of us, you know, we understand the consequences if if we step outside our marriage. Uh, However, you know, the thing is that being constantly presented with an opportunity to cheat by women, and men are always called dogs, that, that, that kind of gets to me because a married man and being faithful to my wife and trying my best to stay that way, I mm-hmm. am tempted a lot, or I I am you know positioned or or propositioned mm-hmm. to, to cheat, and you know these are not just by by, by the the hooker looking women or the women that you know tatted up <laughs> and look like they they do go there. These are by <laughs> decent looking employed women. You know what I'm saying? That that got got <laughs> it really going on. So. Right. You know, everybody make it seem like that this is a man's problem. This is, uh-huh. this is big. This is way beyond a man's problem, because like, like the lady said, and I said earlier, we only at gonna do as much as our options allow us to do. And you know, when you give us open range, I mean, eventually something's gonna catch. You know, that's just the way it is. But at the end of the day, I mean, I had to find tooth and nail and studying the Word of God and everything. To to flee from that temptation that is always presented to me, and and it looks good. It looks. I mean, I, I can't deny that some of it was like, ooh, thank God I am a truck driver and I can flee from this situation because oh. you know it's, it's 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 rough, man. It's 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 hard on the guy. and we get some serious flack for being promiscuous or or, or, or or infidel when you cannot cheat if you don't have somebody else willing to cheat with you. Oh, you know so that, so it's, that is it's, true. That is true. But you know,
4: I, I you know, and I, I I try really hard not to pick one side of the road versus the other because it to me some things are just really plain and they are black and white. They're either yes or no, uh, left or right. I mean it's just very, very clear. But everyone seems to think that things are complicated or that things are not as, not as they appear. Uh, like I was saying earlier, um, people's status, just some simple things. I mean, I don't understand where if you are married, uh, and this is, just, this is just my position. I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. I've seen women do this as well that they practice in a way that pushes them to look and be single when they are not. Um, There is an obvious difference between the two, either you're a married person or you're um, uh, not. And separation to me, y'all know how I feel about separation. I think separation is like a devil. I don't think that you should ever – remove yourself just because you need some time to think, just because you need some time to gather yourself, uh, when you've made a commitment to someone um, to be in a relationship. It just it pulls you into the thought, and it, it creates a practice of your being single when you're not. And I know people who have been single for years. I'm talking – um, lots of years And they're absolutely okay with that And people who are married But have been separated Just as long And it's like what What are you doing Like make a choice Make a decision I've had men who have been living their entire Adulthood as if they're single When they absolutely are married And you know it's, marriage is not just A piece of paper for some For some it is just a piece of paper But Now I want to talk about happiness because this research said I did, and no, I didn't do the poll myself, Jermaine, before you started asking me how many people I talked to and all that kind of stuff. I did read an article, several actually. It was actually three, and they're all online, and I will publish them um, after the show is over, where there was a a study done to see if there is a way to survey, and these are by psychologists and sociologists, to see if there's a way to test people's happiness, uh, whether they were in relationships or not. And these were all people who were either heterosexual and married or heterosexual and single. So we're dealing with, I would think, the majority of people in the most common um, uh, uh, social status, which would be, you know, single, uh, married, and, and heterosexual. And it was interesting to me that people did this uh, study and there were 18 studies done, and of those, only 11, 18 studies, meaning 18 groups of people, whether they were single uh, in the 18 or, you know, doubled at uh, coupling. So there are 18 people, um, and most of them, and it says 18 of them, were biased. So everybody in the study had some bias. What that meant, I wasn't really sure, but at the conclusion, of the study, only 11 of the people who were married stayed married, and the others who had anticipated marriage or who, say, were single but engaged uh, and participated singly on their own uh, got married. And one one of the things that's held true in these, I think it was three studies, same numbers of people, same groups of people, they asked them different questions and those sorts of things, and happiness was one of the biggest things, most common answers, most common understandings of the suggestion that marriage in and of itself had to gather uh, a person into being more happy if they weren't already happy or being able to attain happiness. Now, i wasn't like, okay, first I need to look up what happy is because I don't know if I ever had it, man, you know, because I call myself happy a lot of the times. <laughs> I'm so single that it's kind of sad. Uh, but happiness, what What do you guys think happiness is? And let's go back to the guys first, and then we're going to do the late flash, 2983, what is happiness for you?
7: Ah, oh, what a question. What is happiness for me? Right. Happiness is being is in, is enjoying the things in life and enjoying the goals that I set in life.
6: So uh-huh.
7: let's just say I wanted to be married, I got married. Uh, uh-huh. I'm happy about that. The qualities that I look for in a woman, if I find those, I'm happy with uh-huh. that. Like uh-huh. so I set goals uh, financially, and I and I achieved and I achieved them. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with my, my relationship with God, depend on, you know, how I, you know, stay in the Word or how I attend church. It's mm-hmm. Happiness to me is setting goals and achieving them, no matter what aspect of life you're looking at. That's happiness to me.
4: Okay. Uh, Jemai, what is happiness to you? And then we'll be coming to you, 8026, as soon as we conclude with Jimmy.
6: To me, happiness is a consistent joy It's it's knowing it's, it's a confidence in knowing Who you are No matter what the circumstances look like mm-hmm. You know uh, Whether you're in a marriage or not You can get with Who you are And your worth So when When the time comes for you to get Whatever you got coming to you You mm-hmm. can accept it and appreciate it For what it is Instead of depending on it to make you happy You see what I'm saying mm-hmm. So to me Happiness is it's a consistent joy it, it is something that You you don't need anything Outside of you to make you happy You should, you should learn how to have That inner joy and, and be at peace with who you are And what you have And anything that adds to or take away From that situation You still see the benefits of both You know If if I lose my house, well, maybe, you know, it's going to position me to be able to afford an even better house. If I lose Mm -hmm. my spouse, you know what I'm saying, maybe that wasn't the one for me, God going to bless me with an even better spouse. You know, it's just learning how to find that joy within yourself no matter what the circumstances are. Okay. That's a pretty good one, you know, but y'all know I'm going to disagree.
4: 8026, what is happiness for you?
8: Uh, in a marriage or being single? No, just happiness. Okay. Um happiness is, is uh to me is uh knowing who I am and whose I am. Um mm-hmm. if I was married uh to my husband happiness would be uh number one being equally yoked uh with my mate, uh, me being submissive to my mate, me supporting mm-hmm. my mate, me being the you know, there for him when he needs to talk, you know, no matter what, you know, we, we're supporting one another. Just back mm-hmm. again, being equally yoked, me being a single woman, I know my role. I know my role mm-hmm. as a single woman. I You know, I, I, I steer away from married men, even though I have most of my male friends are married, and the sex word has never crossed the line with us. Um, mm-hmm. My male friends that that I'm friends with, their wives know me. They know that we are uh, we're friends. Um, some of us were friends before they got married. Some of us became friends after they got married to their their uh, wife. So um, mm-hmm. I respect that, and and I and I I love the fact of having friends, especially married friends, because when I'm, I'm put in a position, if I'm dating someone, I can always go to my male married friend, and he can support me and give me, tell me what I actually need to hear, not what I want to hear. He can see things in this guy if I'm going out with someone. And and it never failed, you know, not that they could tell me something about someone because they just don't want me to be with anyone. You know, I have have a a friend that's married, and every guy, every guy that he's ever been around, that he, he called out, I mean, he was right on it. He was absolutely mm-hmm. right on it. So, you know, it's just, it's just at the end of the day, knowing who you are and whose you are. If you don't know those two things, it, it, it's impossible to be happy,
4: very impossible. Well, believe it or not, these studies both suggest that happiness has nothing to do with your status, of being in relationship or single, that it is a meta-analytic state, which just basically means it's what your mind says that you are. If your mind says that you're happy, then you're happy. And if your mind says that you're not happy, then you're not happy. So that would mean that there's no difference in being happy uh, or happier because you are married or because you are single um the vice versa, the truth of these studies were that satisfaction has often been confused with happiness, and that relationship satisfaction usually changes before a relationship or significant life change occurs, and that it is not happiness. It's whether or not you're satisfied with that back and forth. And what was interesting that both of the guys seem to have suggested sort of kind of that, I think that also lends to the truth of the studies where most of the men in the studies reported uh, more often being satisfied whether they were married or not, whereas women kind of held their satisfaction, uh, quote-unquote, happiness in the realm of whether or not they would get married. And I don't think that that's untrue. Jermaine, do you? Do you see that not being the same truth? Uh and this study was done in two thousand and twelve. Well, yeah, two thousand and twelve. And they and, and I think it still uh seems true today that women more often than not, uh, be it being with someone else, uh, as being um an, an um additive to being happy, whereas men, uh, they kinda of find their happiness whatever place that they're in. Do you think that that's true, Jermaine?
6: I think that, yeah, I think that women have been programmed to believe that, you know, they need to have somebody in their life in order to achieve other happiness. Uh, you know, just like the, uh, the, the survey was saying that, you know, basically it's saying as a man thinketh so is he. I mean, that's biblical text. Uh, you know, if you feel like if you think you're happy, then you are happy. And if you think you're not happy, then you're not happy. You know, but you got to think about it. in the environment of men and women, you know, we're programmed, you know. We are, mm-hmm. men are programmed to be, be happy in the, the state of being single and we learn okay. how to deal with being married. Uh, women, pretty much, you guys are programmed from day one to get married. You know, like, hey, you know, get your mm-hmm. husband, get your, you know, education, get your, don't depend on no man, but, you know, you, you you pretty much want a man or need a man, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I think that the statistic is as accurate as the prophecy, meaning that because we are programmed to think a certain kind of way, then mm-hmm. we can statistically say that, you know, women find their happiness in marriage. But, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think if if we get away from all of the uh, things that society dictates and everybody learn how to become an individual, I think everybody finds themselves wanting to be complete in somebody else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just that men, right now, we always think that there's some kind of greener grass on the other side, and we want to find out for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Uh, At the end of the day, Mm -hmm. then, you know, my second time in marriage, excuse me, Mm -hmm. I've learned that I can really work on what I already got and and, and find happiness and joy in that. And no Mm -hmm. matter how tempting these other options are, Mm-hmm. I use that to say, you know what, I can express these same kinds of, you know, desires, love, joy, you know, I can I can express that with my wife, and I can put that kind of, you know, I can give her that kind of input and get that same kind of response from her than, than, than I do, you know, than I can other women. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, but, you know. Why I, even put your
4: marriage at risk when you can use the same formula, for
9: the
6: committed relationship that you already have. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying is, you know, the, the flirtations and all that kind of stuff. A lot of men, they out there flirting with other women when you can flirt with your wife.
2: Mm-hmm. And you
6: get the same response, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it it takes a minute. Of course, you gotta you know you gotta <laughs> handle your business. You gotta you gotta make sure the bills are paid, and you gotta make sure that she got some money in her pocket, and you gotta you know you gotta do those things that you gotta do. But you know the only difference between having a happy wife and a side chick is that the side chick don't require you to be as much of a man as your wife does. Ooh, so a lot of times, yeah. you know, you find yourself wanting to kick it with the side chick because you know you get her a meal, you got a deal. But with a wife, you know, you 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 got the bills. The bills got to be paid, and you got to be responsible, and you know, you got to take your son to the to the games, and you got to spend time with your children, and you know, men who want to play, they don't want to hear all that. Right. So now,
4: what what was also interesting uh, in this survey is that there was also reported a level of happiness reporting and satisfaction reporting just as high in persons who were divorced and persons who were uh, widowed and persons who were separating from relationships. Now, that was kind of why I first introduced the contronym because who would think that there would be an association with happiness for what is socially understood as being a failed relationship? Now, When you think about it, and I, you know, I had to read it real slow because I'm special. And I wanted to be able to understand what was being written because I actually experienced this very thing. Um, And I'll just say it like this. I have never been at a more contented and satisfied place in my entire adult life except for the point at where I am right now. Um, And that is exclusive of a significant other. It was very hard for me to uh, understand that, for one, I think because of what you just explained. It is almost an expectancy of women, especially when you have been married, to secure a relationship that can kind of support whatever evidence of your life, of relationships is, uh, and I say that to say this, a lot of women feel like because they have children, because they've been married, because they have maybe family, who everybody has had lengthy or significant relationships, that that is the expectancy of their life. Well, this study supported uh, uh, the opposite to be so uh, it is where you find your most comfort and satisfaction where you can find your biggest happy. And for some, some people, unfortunately, that is going to be with separation, with divorce, and in the, as the extreme uh, part of that, when you have no um, say, when well, people have been widowed. I had a show, uh, uh, well, no, I did not on here. I was on Blab, and there was this one man who constantly spoke of his wife. I mean, he constantly spoke of her, and in my mind and just by the way that he spoke of her, I just understood her to still be living. The truth is, is that she had been gone for several years, and, and the significance of the difference in his life satisfaction was really, it was different. But uh, he was still the same. He found a level of satisfaction because he was satisfied before he ever married her, um, and he was satisfied after she had been removed from his life. Now, that kind of didn't, I don't know if that sounded right coming off uh, over the radio, but I think what I'm trying to say is this. Satisfaction is not requiring um, company. Satisfaction has to come from within yourself, and the more satisfied you are, the more likely you are to experience happiness. Now,
6: did that make sense, It, <laughs> it does, I, but okay. If if I may, I mean, you know, there's you a, there's a satisfaction that comes with the in there, done that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And if if it if you break up. In a way, to where you kind of can understand, or, be, or you're at peace with how it happened, whether it be through death or a divorce, because you realize you you really wasn't treated right or, or appreciated in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Then you can find you can you find that that satisfaction and that joy, saying, you know what, I've been there, I gave him my best, and this is what happened. I can live with the result. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of times I think a lot of women are not satisfied because. Just, that mm-hmm. needs to be met. And if they never have gotten married before, mm-hmm. that desire that they have it just it just something's not right with them until they get past that desire. And then once they get it, they're like, you know what? Then they've done that I'm cool now. I don't I don't have to have that again. You know what I'm saying? If you mm-hmm. know, I've made over a hundred thousand dollars a year now and believe it or not, I'm I can be comfortable with sixty now. You know, because I okay. realize that the extra forty comes with some problems that I don't really want to deal with. And some expectations that, that, that I don't really want to meet. So mm-hmm. you're kinda of saying you know, the, that
4: in the way that I've heard women say, you know, um you know, I've heard women who date married men say, you know, um why why would I wanna be married to him? I just you know, I I know what that's like. I know what that can be. I know the problems that come with that. I know you didn't say it in those ways, but it sounds very similar to the position that women take who desire no marriage at all or who does, who will get what they need or what they feel is satisfying themselves uh, in somebody else's
6: yard. Uh, right. Well, it's a justification I, of that. Mm, so those mm. women – those women had it happen to them, and they, them, and they don't mind doing it to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, yeah. because, they feel like that's the way men get down. And you know what? That's mm-hmm. that's how I, that's how I, you know. So they that's their way of you know um, justifying or writing the wrongs. Like you know what? I've been wrong, and God knows I want to respect this man's wife, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it happened to me. So you mm-hmm. know, she just got to mm-hmm. she got to grow up and and be a big girl about this thing because it's gonna to happen to her, you know. Right. And you know that these are the, the the stages of life that we are now. You know, in America now, these generations of people, everybody is compromising something now, whether mm. it be our integrity, our relationship. We're, we're compromising because we most of us have concluded in our own mind that. You can't be completely happy in any solid given thing, so you're gonna mm-hmm. have to kind of get little snippets of happiness from everywhere, and and mm-hmm. that's what a lot of people are doing. They're piecing together their happiness, and and, 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 and creating this make-believe happiness status, happiness status, for themselves mm-hmm. because their faith in God and their faith in mankind is just not there anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want
4: that. I I, I don't want to fake nothing. I I just don't. Um, I had, I, I think I had a sort of kind of epiphany. I was looking at uh, Facebook, and some of my old memories came back of last year. And whatever has happened has happened. And as long as you continue to breathe into those past moments, you never have the opportunity live for, and, you know, Jermaine, you and I have talked about me and the way that my mind is, and I'm going to quickly close the show in a a little bit about the mindset, but if you have, to me, it just don't make sense for me to have been hurt horribly, and then that becomes my practice. Like, I don't get that. I don't even excuse women who have been cheated on, who now decide that it's pretty cool, to, you know, sleep with other people's husbands or interrupt relationships that they know are are existing. Um, I said at the beginning of the show that, you know, I have seen how miserable these women who are – they're grinning from ear to ear, and they're smiling all the time like they're okay, but they're absolutely miserable because the truth is, is that they're expecting something that's insane, and insanity is expecting to get the result that is equaled up from something totally different from them. You cannot get someone else's man to treat you like them because you're not them. Like I don't care how beautiful you are, how much money you have, how you know, many likes you get. There's no way that even the same man, the same experience, the same setup if you're not that person there's no way for you to have the same interactions that he has with her. So for these women who think that it's cute to, you know, tout, you know, that I'm single because he's not with me, but I've been you know, I know him just as much as his wife knows him because we've been dealing with each other for all of this time. Like I can't I can't put my mind around it and I'm not I'm not saying that they're the scum of the earth. I'm saying that they're bruised people whose minds are not right, like, you ain't crazy, because you're making some very poignant choices, but there's a definition in here for happiness that says that you have to change, it's a meta-analytic, it means the way that your mind sees and reasons that produces what you do, and how you see things, if that's Screwed up from the beginning, if the formula's already screwed up, that means you're going to get that truth baldness. You can grin and say you have happy if you want to, but it's not, it's not true. You know, and I hate to, I won't, I won't live like that, and I can't pretend that it's okay um, when people, you know, come and try and counsel with me about, you know, I know that God is going to move on my behalf. No, he's, he, he don't do stuff like that because how you're moving is in a way that is is not honorable. Like, you cannot expect to be the interruption in someone else's life and justify it and think that that same capability and energy, if you don't believe in God, won't come back to you. I mean, I think that it's pretty – now, that to me is pretty cut and dry, but this whole relationship thing, how people don't want to decide what they want to be is – you know they say it's money. I say it's not. AB Twenty Six, did you want to chime in a little bit before we uh, try to wrap this up? Because I want to give the the truths that I feel like are the most important with regard to singledom and being in a relationship.
8: No, I'm not gonna say anything else because I'm all, always being accused like you. I'm a uh, men tell me that I sound like I'm a scorn woman, so I'm not gonna say anything else.
4: And I'm going to tell you, I read, um, I read it up on being scorned, not for this particular show, and I read it up on being bitter. And the difference between being scorned and being bitter and just being um, uh, what men are trying to label women as, if, if, you, if something hurtful has changed or altered the way that you see the world, and change the way that your heart normally would function towards people, that's not bitter. That's not scorn. That's called hurt. Because there's no way, there, in, in medicine, there are certain things that you can regenerate skin regenerate, hair regenerate, um, cells regenerate. Uh, even some organs you can grow. You can take a piece of a liver and grow it to a full grown liver in a month's time under the right conditions. But if you do something crazy to your heart or to your kidney, you just ask out. You have messed up an organ that forever will be functioning differently or it will function uh, poorly and you have to just get with it. Like people go on dialysis and I'm talking in medicine terms, but it's the same thing with this mind and with your heart and soul thing. When someone's been hurt, There's some things that are recoverable and some things that are not. Some people will mourn for the entirety of their life, their first lost marriage, their first lost child, their first, uh, you know, heartbreak, whereas some people are able to heal in such a way that they can function in a way that's still, uh, you know, life-saving, you still can love, you still can have relationships, but you'll never forget that hurt if something similar comes to it again. So I don't I don't think that um, being clear about how you position yourself in relationship, who you are, what you are, what you're about, what you desire I don't think anything is is wrong with that I think it becomes wrong when people start to put on these facades and act according to what people are comfortable with because very few women ever talk with me and say, I just really want to be in a relationship. And I, it took me, I don't know, five years to be able to say that I do desire to have a significant life partner. Um, but if I don't have that, I still want to be fulfilled and happy. And so that that's the point where I think most people have a difficulty articulating when they fail, because I think human nature is we want to get it right. You know, men men are okay with getting it right over and over and over and over and over again. If a man married 10, 15, 20 times, he's a stud, he got the gold package, he's that dude. But if a woman does it, she's a black widow, she's uh, broken, something that's wrong with her, or like I got that picture, you know, you must be crazy. There's something obviously wrong with you if you can't sustain a relationship after a year, it's kind of like there's a time frame to put on it. Jermaine, did you have anything to say before we wrap this little show
6: up? Uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, the last statement you made made me think about this meme I read earlier today. It was this Mm -hmm. uh, Chinese man. The lady asked him, you know, the same thing. You know, when men have sex with a lot of women, he's a stud. And when a woman Mm -hmm. has sex with a lot of men, you know, she's a slut. I mean, he said, well, if a key can open many locks, it's a master key. But if 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 a uh, if if any key can open a lock, it's a shitty lock. I mean, but, but in, in that in that in that statement, you know, it's it, it's true even even in, in the most natural sense you can think of. I mean, you know. Everybody want to be able to pick the lock. So mm-hmm. if you are the one that possesses the lock, then you should be the hardest thing to get. If mm. the master key, you know, you you got twenty keys in your key ring right now, trying to trying to you know open up certain things. But mm. the lock is the most important part. It's, it's the gateway to everything significant in the family. It's the gateway to everything significant in in life. What you allow mm-hmm. to get into your lock and, and mm-hmm. open it up inside of a woman, it reproduces back into the children. You know what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you got
6: you got to protect that thing that keys mm-hmm. can unlock. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a loose lock, then, yeah, yeah you know, people don't value something that is that, kind of loose. You know what I'm saying? That's, or a lock that can be easily opened. I mean, that's the easiest comparison I can make to it yeah. but yeah. you know it's it's unfair because you know we're emotionally driven these days now it's not really about right and wrong with with, with our mm-hmm. culture it, it's about mm-hmm. how i feel now you know mm-hmm. where well, i shouldn't have to be called a slut because i feel like this or i feel like that or he shouldn't be a stud because you know if if everything is based on how people feel and that's what's wrong with this society right now it's because we don't have no standard we don't have nothing to gauge anything to anymore
3: you know, uh-huh. everybody
6: is saying, well, you know, you're a Jesus freak if you gauge it by the Bible. Most people don't even uh-huh. subscribe to the Bible. Even even a lot of Christians don't subscribe to the Bible anymore. Well, you know, uh-huh. it was manipulated. You know, man wrote the Bible. So if you're not going to subscribe to that, even as a Christian, then what are you gauging your life on? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How do you Confucius. know how deep how you are if you don't have a measuring tube? Uh-huh. How do you know? You know, in, in, in the biblical sense, mm-hmm. a man is a slut if he sleeps with more than one woman. You know what I'm saying? Cool. So, but we can't be Christians, you know, we can't be Christians and then try to apply our life to the rules of the world. You know, the Bible tells us to be in the world but don't be of the world. And a lot of times mm-hmm. we're trying to gauge our life, our relationship status based on what secular people do. You know, secular people they want marriages, but at the same time they don't they they can't possibly honor the marriage the way they're supposed to be honored because you got the the, the whole institution of marriage came from the Bible. Well, so how
4: you, I don't think I don't think everybody is meant for marriage. I think everybody is meant for a relationship, and everybody has the capability of having uh, a love relationship. In a partnership that could be marital, you know, intimate, that sort of thing. But because it's so all as one big package, everybody wants some. Every, everybody feels like they're, you know, able to. I, I saw a meme where they had, um, like, the game has been changed, the whole, the side chicks are, are, are running the wives now. And I was like, that is about as backwards as you can go when you're supporting uh, a disrespectful position and, and disrespecting the person that the man actually chose. And, I mean, it's almost, it's pretty common. I mean, it's not even, like, nobody is about, you know, that or, you know, when people used to hide the fact that they had an affair now it's just oh he cheated on me you know big, big big you know big deal like it's not even nothing is sovereign nothing is um, coveted nothing is is spiritual anymore we got Mr Lawrence finally on the phone Mr Lawrence we've been talking about this single and taken and whether or not one is uh, greater or grander than the other and whether or not um, you can find more happiness uh, or satisfaction in relationship versus out. What is what is your take if you had to take a stab at it? I know you just came on, but if you had to get, uh, or what would be your position with regard to relationships, is it possible to be totally happy and satisfied by your long term?
9: Yes, it is. Can you hear me? So I'm gonna make sure I put you on mute. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Okay. Biggest. Thing, well, thank you for having me on. Um, the biggest thing is this: you cannot have a successful relationship with anyone else on this whole planet Earth if you don't first have a successful relationship with your own self. Many times we look at outside for people to be our to bring us happiness, but only happiness can be brought in when we find happiness within ourselves doing what we need to do. Then mm. we bring somebody into our universe that only magnifies the happiness that's already within us.
6: Mm-hmm. So
9: many times people get it wrong in looking for a person to supply all their needs and that's not that's unfair to, the, um, to that person and it's unfair to you because now you may put that person on a pedestal that they don't need to be on. Mm. So you need to first go with first Versatile within
4: So in, Inside it's okay mm-hmm. If a person Decides I do not want to be in a, in a relationship I do not want to be married I'm totally okay uh, Being by myself And that's fine There's no there's No, um, no Black sheep Correct. or old maid Uh that goes along with that. You're
9: saying that that's okay. Well, people, some people decide to do that, but um, I think I posted something today. At the end of the day, you can say we can all say we don't want a re- we don't want a relationship. We got to define what relationship do we want. We may want a person that we just go traveling with. We might want a person that we just have lunch with. But are we talking mm-hmm. about going into a relationship where it's just you and that person, and it goes to a different level? So there's different levels mm-hmm. of relationship that we can have. And sometimes we don't even know how to go to lunch with somebody and just leave it right there. Sometimes we don't even know how to go on a trip or maybe do something with somebody and say, "Oh, we're well, now be we boyfriend and girlfriend." We always want to take it there. We're not join the different levels that people play in our lives, that also hmm. contributes to our own happiness.
4: Hmm. Well, I I feel happy. I mean, <laughs> sometimes hmm. I have questions about whether or not you know, what I'm doing and what I'm wanting is going to equal up to being uh, successful and a happy outcome. But take a quick uh, close, and then, of course, I'm going to say my little piece because I always have to have the last word. Uh, and then, Mr. Lawrence, when we get back after the show, if you could introduce your uh, – I think you got a show coming up. Be right back. Everything begins with an honest, Open conversation. The Empire is exactly that place, and you can just weigh in, listen, or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call six four six four seven eight five six two five 478 5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the empire, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Okay, single or not single. Maybe I'm just old-fashioned, but I think either you're in a significant relationship i.e. you have an intimacy that is shared between two people and giving in both ways. I think you're still single if you're, uh, you know, living with someone and you don't have that intimacy. I think you're still single if you're in a marriage on paper, but your functionality is as if, you know, he don't even admit, she ain't got no wife, I don't have nothing to do with her. We just See, it's complicated. See, man was, see, when those words come out your mouth, it discounts what the expectation of a relationship you can have. I think all people have the ability to have relationships. I don't think everybody's meant for marriage. I think everybody is totally capable of being happy. But satisfaction is a grade toward an expectation. So if you don't have any expectations, anything a doggone ex you know, excite you, anything will make you feel like you're doing something, I think that's what is happening with these side chicks. I think that is what is happening with these guys who are married who are like, oh, she just I couldn't help myself, I'm just a man, even though I got a wife and eighteen kids. Um, no. You have to have some personal responsibility to your happiness, period, point blank. I think everybody on here said that in one way or another. Uh, The definition that uh, I found about happiness was surprising to me because happiness always is attached to something external in most cases. When you ask people if they're happy, you know, we even had a guest on tonight who said, you know, if I decide I want to get married and I get married, then that makes me happy. Or if I want a house in my house, that makes me happy. Or if I want this get this that makes me happy, but the truth is that happiness is a mind state. It is the way that your mind is set to analyze everything that happens outside of you. Your mind is actually in your head. It's in your skull, so that's a part of you. So if you get your mind together and you're clear at what you want and what you need and you can satisfy those things, that equals happiness. I mean, happiness is not a grand Happiness is not no long white gown with eighty-eight uh, uh, bridesmaids and a uh, thousand uh, Facebook pictures. I had beautiful pictures for one of the girls from home who had a. Oh my God, her wedding was just beautiful. Like I, she looked so absolutely happy, and you could see it in her face. But if you look at that same girl's pictures when she was by herself before she ever got engaged, before she even knew this guy, she was that same person. And I think that that speaks to the truth of what makes marriage satisfactory and making relationships satisfactory. See, you can get married just as easy as uh, getting your driver's license. It's very easy to say, you know, I want to go down here and sign these papers, and we sign these papers, and then you're married. But that is not the to what marriage is meant and what forms a relationship. That's why you have so many people in these marriages who don't even know their partner because they fail to be whole for getting with going in, and then they meet up with somebody else who has holes in themselves, and then they don't know who this person is. They don't know how to help this person enjoy them and enjoy that person because they don't know who they are. You have got to understand that happiness does not come from outside yourself and that it is not the same as satisfaction. Satisfaction is where you satiate, you fill up whatever you're trying to have. And there's a grade of satisfaction. If you look on any satisfaction survey, it asks asks you a point question, a pointed question. And then it gives you this grade of numbers. It usually is not going to be a yes or no. It's usually going to be a um, absolutely no, a absolutely yes, and two or three little things on the in between. The reason why is because at different points in yourself and in your life, different things are going to be satisfactory. At twenty years old, all this. Take a look as a cute little boy with some pretty, deep eyes and smile and grin at me, and I was satisfied. Like, he did have to touch me, he didn't have to call me, he didn't have to say nothing to me. All I had to do look at me and smile, and I was satisfied. Well, guess what? At 42, my level of satisfaction is totally different. I know exactly what it is for me uh, that makes me move on the inside, but it, I don't know about how to even look at me. Satisfaction is something that I attain in my daily giving. Now, anything that comes to me after the point is just an addition. That's why, if you're happy and you're satisfied solo, you can give so much more to a mate or be so much more than yourself in coupling or in relationship because you're already whole. You just be whole plug some, and I'm saying whole, W-H-O-L-E. You'll be a full, completed person by yourself, and then you just get the addition of this other person who's able to come in and actually, you know, ex- exacerbate that. It makes it bigger. So it doesn't, it should never take something from you, you know. I'm not saying that you're not going to sacrifice, because sacrifice is a part of anything that is good. But I'm saying that you should not have to start killing off yourself to satisfy someone who was satisfied when they got you. You know, I, I don't even know who it was that said it this morning, or maybe I heard it on a blog. Um, when you're having to constantly change, it was in you, in, in uh, He's one of my Facebook friends. He said if you have to constantly recreate yourself to get someone's attention they weren't paying attention to you to start with. Now, if you want to recreate yourself for yourself, that's one thing. But if you're recreating yourself just to get somebody to pay attention to you, you're already changing the truth of who you are just for their attention. And trust, If it took being a camouflage uh, gecko, changing colors and ways and and means just to get their attention you're going to have to constantly do those things to maintain it. I think Jermaine said earlier that you have to do what it takes to maintain a relationship but once you have it, be sure that you have it because you want to uh, add to that person's life and that person adds to your life, not because you need to have that person, because, like, needs, when I think of needs, I just go straight into nurse's mode. I'm talking about water, food, shelter, you know, and some of those things women want men for. They are like they need somebody to take care of their uh, responsibilities for home, food, shelter, clothes. If you need those things, you actually need a sponsor. You don't need a relationship. You know, and it's great when someone's able to sweep you up and love you and do all those things to you, but trust me when I say and I'm just speaking my truth. It might not be the truth, but it's the truth that I know it. If someone has to do all of that just to get you and to have you, trust if you no longer want them, all of that stuff gets to stay with them when you leave them. I mean, it, it's just plain. I mean, we see it played out in, on television all the time. You can see it in your communities. You can go to work tomorrow and know somebody who is there for some reasons of need when you should be full of the need internally. You should be getting in relationships or asking for relationships or bidding to be in relationships because they add uh, even more quality to your life. It should not be a necessity your life, the needs you should already be built with. That's kind of my feel on it. I want to be uh, in a relationship that's full and healthy and, and, and someone who's, like, excited to have me in their life. Like, they are just so, oh, I can't wait till she gets here because I enjoy being in her company. I enjoy what she adds to me. Not that I can't breathe because she's not here. It's just I breathe a lot better. I breathe a lot lighter. It's, it's more fun. Like That's the kind of relationship I want. Mr. Lawrence, are you there? Can you hear me?
9: Yes, I can hear you. I'm right here.
4: I know you had some things in the works. I didn't know whether or not you wanted to introduce those things or not
9: because um, I know you've been really
4: super busy, but I've been seeing your videos now and they've been on point now. You've been getting me got real hard. I've been taking them mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything mm-hmm.
9: going on? Not... Well, right, right now, I'm Working on coming back and doing my radio show and um, doing that late night, namely about maybe around 12 o'clock. I'm going to start doing my radio show. And then Mm -hmm. from there, um, I didn't make my video for this week, but I'm going to give you a little bit on the video it's going to be about. I meant to make it today, I'm going to make it tomorrow. The video for next week is going to be actually going to be on um, the power of closed doors. And sometimes you can never go to the next level where you're going because you have not closed the doors of where you've been.
2: And so so many
9: people so many people wonder why things are not happening in their life because they have never closed the doors from their past, or past relationships, past situations, and it's not allowing the new to come into their life. So that's, that's the next video. That's the next video that's coming out. I'm not to do it today. I'm going to do it tomorrow. And it's going to come out tomorrow, and you definitely don't want to miss that.
4: Okay. Please let the people know how they can find that video and how they can
9: find you on social media. Sure. You can find that video on – you can find it several places. You can find it – you can um, put in Lawrence D. Adams um, on Facebook, and you can find that video on my page, Lawrence D. Adams Public Figure, On you'll find that video. You can find it on you can find it on YouTube. You'll be able to find that video and other videos, and you'll be able to find it also on Twitter at Lawrence D Adams.
4: Thank you so much, Mr. Adams, and we're gonna mm-hmm. close the show. I hope that someone learned something. Again, this show was really because I ain't gonna even lie. I felt some type of way having been out of my marriage with two children and with wife and always looking over to see if there was somebody who's gonna be on my team on my team. I ain't coming on this big team of people and I gotta share him with a whole lot of other women or, you know, I'm having a fight with his mama or
8: whatever.
4: I have an honest desire to learn and be led by someone who cares about me, um, not bigger than himself or bigger than God, but big enough that he chooses me first after those things and is willing to share his entire life, the good and the bad, the ugly, and the pretty with me. And I'm not afraid to say that. Now, whether that would turn into a long-time relationship or a marriage, who's to say? Like, I'm not in the bid for one, and I'm not, I've stopped saying that I'm against the other because I did believe that if you were not one, that you had to be the other. But the truth is, is that my mind is different than what it has been, and I've determined what I need for my life that I will attain that and that I want to have a relationship that is full and that will complement my life to make me a better person. I mean, I'm an emperor by myself, but I would really love to have a king over this uh, empire, uh, uh, Emperor Roar. That's how that name came about. I didn't have one. I did not have one. So I took the female version, tweaked the name, and became... The, um, the lead of myself, but I will admit, and I think that that's the first step in anything. You know, you go to AA, they'll tell you that you first got to admit that you want something and be able to say it clear enough that you can understand, that you can have and speak those things into your, to your life. We're going to end the show with a song by Jasmine Sullivan called Bain, and I haven't heard it in a long time. I was uploading some songs onto. My webcaster here, and I'm hoping that it sounds good. Until next time, this is the Empress signing off. Good night.
0: Everything you wanted. Hope she's everything I
2: wasn't.
0: Hope she gives up more than I hope she keeps you satisfied. If you sacrifice everything It better not be in vain Hope she's all and us. Hope you too live happily ever after Hope she always makes you smile Hope she's really worth your while Cause if you sacrifice everything It better not be in vain Oh, you